Thank you for listening today on Haynes Cast. I'm Matt Haynes. Today's date, March 22nd, 2023. Absolutely nothing. And I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the war that's going, it's proxy war, this United States proxy war with Russia uh, has nothing to do with Ukraine's freedom and, and what I believe has everything to do with uh, helping the globalists, you know, get what they want. And that's uh, the ability to, to have uh, Russia not being able to use their uh, resources of course, we've seen the uh, Nord Stream natural gas pipeline blown up, and I believe that uh, uh, we we were it's because of us. Uh, we had a a, a bomber B fifty two bomber uh, in that area uh, flew out uh, without landing, was refueled in the air, flew back. Um, anyway, we've done all these things to you know with sanctions and things like that. And we have, uh, you know, our government nearing the point of no return and its drive to help create a globalized net zero carbon free slave state. They want the resources. Uh, the global strategists want the resources. They don't want Putin being a world power. They have to have it. You know, they want to all get in their boat together to where they can do the bidding for uh, one man that will come on the scene eventually as the problem solver we know as the Bible tells us, the Antichrist. Uh, And once things are in place, uh, you know, we're seeing the setup with the World Health, the central banking, digital currencies, uh, the push for 15-minute cities, all these for control, surveillance, uh, the timing would, would just be right. Uh, but, um, this is why, again, I'm not so interested in what is happening with the drama surrounding, uh, Trump and, uh, with his supposedly, uh, going to be arrested, not arrested, who knows, but it's a distraction. And I think we just need to be careful what we listen to there, what we're watching. Uh, you know, Trump's not the ticket. Uh, you know, if, if they, if it was allowed and wasn't even being able to take, to be, uh, taken before court, everything was shot down, uh, all these crazy things. And if we couldn't get that resolved and, and if we couldn't get, uh, you know, all these things going on with COVID and masks and vaccines and, you know, uh, the FDA and DOJ and, Everything else, all the corruption, the IRS, all these were that have been infiltrated. How in the world is is Trump going to be able to get back? And I just I can't see that happening. Um, I'm sure they just want a continual divide. They want a a civil war or something. I think we need to be very careful uh, not to take this bait of distraction Uh, instead of being distracted. Uh, we should be really concerned about the collapsing uh, U.S. banking system and uh, the collapse of the U.S. dollar. 
Um, and of course, this continued sleepwalking march towards World War Three. Here's Trump, what he had to say about the 10 cities. I just thought it was crazy. I'm like, is he dreaming? And I, I mean, I'm cool with Trump. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm fine with him. It's just, but we're beyond this. We are so far beyond the distraction here with him running. Uh, we are, we're in complete danger zone. Uh, I'm not speaking doom and gloom. I'm just talking about, you can just see it, sense it. And, uh, it's just hard to tell what's next, but, uh, here's what Trump had to say about the freedom cities. I thought it was crazy. Almost one third of the landmass of the United States is owned by the federal government with just a very, very small portion of that land, just a fraction, one half of 1%. Would you believe that? We should hold a contest to charter up to 10 new cities and award them to the best proposals for development. In other words, we'll actually build new cities in our country again. These freedom cities will reopen the frontier, reignite American imagination, and give hundreds of thousands of young people and other people, all hardworking families, a new shot at home ownership and, in fact, the American dream. Another big opportunity is in transportation. Dozens of major companies in the United States and China are racing to develop vertical takeoff and landing vehicles for families and individuals. Just as the United States led the automotive revolution in the last century, I want to ensure that America, not China, leads this revolution in air mobility. These Okay, so that's enough of that. But uh, I, I just don't, there's no way, I can't even see that even coming to fruition. It doesn't even make sense how you could be talking like that because uh, with all this stuff going on, uh, with the central banking, with the the WHO, and with the global, uh, you know, the, the global situation, and uh, this war, where who knows, we may end up even have to put uh, you know troops on the ground over there. Uh, I don't know what their plan is. It could completely go from uh, economic to kinetic. It could, uh, you know, we're trying to help take down Russia. Uh, and it's becoming way clear day by day that the, that the goal to is not to protect Ukraine. So and we've funded so much money and, 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 you know, weapons to, uh, Ukraine, uh, to fight. And it's a no win situation there. And so, you know, what they could have accomplished something, uh, dip, diplomatically, uh, but they never tried. Every time it seems like Putin wanted to, to try, uh, you know, to talk this out, Zelensky was like, no way, Jose. Uh, and we're so, and what's our response? Well, we flooded Ukraine with more weapons and, and, and we and other nations, uh, you know, waged intense economic warfare with, uh, with sanctions and, you know, of course, declared Putin as a war criminal, and all these things have backfired. And so how long do we help prolong uh, this situation in Ukraine? And do we really expect 
to defeat Putin? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's just uh, uh, to prolong uh, until, you know, Ukraine is maybe they're going to, you know, rebuild that, like build back better into this, uh, you know, uh, just, I don't know, like a smart, <laughs> the smart cities. I mean, they're, they're using all this digital currency there. I mean, that they, they basically wipe things out. So I don't want to speak into something I'm not sure about, but I just know that the Ukrainians don't have enough manpower to sustain uh, a continued artillery war with Russia. It's just crazy. And then I was listening to an interview with Colonel Douglas McGregor, and he was breaking um, things down in a recent interview that I was listening to. uh, And he was speaking on the reality of what's been taking place in Ukraine but I had a clip of here, and I, it's like about a minute or so. I'll go ahead and play it. This this thing is over, except for the this, what is it? The uh, announcement of, of reality that this cannot go on. The humane thing to do right now, which is not what we have done, is to intervene and say that's it. Uh, we we've got to stop this and start talking to the Russians, not demanding of the Russians what we want. But saying, look, tell us what your conditions are. Tell us what you want. And we will move to the best of our ability to meet those needs. And really, this we're back to the old story. Make Ukraine neutral. It could have been neutral from day one. We could have avoided all of this. It doesn't have to be a member of NATO. And then secondly, treat the Russians that live within Ukraine's borders as equal citizens. Stop oppressing them. Stop brutalizing them. Stop treating them as third-class citizens. Equality before the law for everybody in Ukraine. The Ukrainians wanted to, quote-unquote, forcibly Ukrainianize Russians. Give up your language, your culture, your identity, or get out. I mean, this, this, this was unacceptable, and the Russians are sitting there watching this. So I don't know what happens now, but you're going to get a different territorial outcome. And so that's what, uh, you know, when they're, that's, they were poking the bear there when they uh, were trying to force, uh, you know, Russians, uh, Russian speaking uh, citizens in Ukraine, trying to force things on them. They were definitely uh, instigating uh, this conflict. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand how evil uh, Zelensky is and how evil our administration is. Uh, when we continue to to supply, uh, you know, munitions and and it's just crazy, right in front of us. But it's easy to view the conflict that's going on. Uh, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. So we don't really think about it all the time. Uh, but the most reasonable and humane thing to do uh, would be to help Ukraine from get getting bloodied and beat up. Uh, but Zelensky, he continues to throw, uh, his troops before, uh, and, and his citizens before him, his country. And, and then he, uh, and we, you know, throw money at the situation. It's a no win situation. Economies around the globe are collapsing because, uh, all this, uh, you know, clean energy stuff. We, we need affordable energy. And these windmills, they're a joke. All this electric stuff, all these things, uh, you know, trying to steer us away from fossil fuels, it's a joke. And that's when, and if Russia has 
uh, resources, then that's a problem for those who want globalization. Uh, and so we do need affordable energy. And uh, But I just feel like our uh, regime in Washington uh, thought it could bring down Putin by waging economic war and using severe sanctions, uh, you know, and how this turn out? Well, not so good. Uh, you know, Putin's, uh, I, I think they're, you know, we thought, you know, we can cut off his revenues by applying these sanctions and, and playing along with the rest of the globalists who demonize Putin. But it's, it's not, a, again, not to mention the, the, the sabotaging of the Nord Stream natural gas pipeline and Zelensky willingly keeps offering up his people uh, like sheep to the slaughter. Uh, and, but both of these, all these strategies, they have failed. Uh, Russia's economy, it's contracted less than 3% in 2022. And it's forecast to actually grow in uh, this year, 2023. Uh, you know, the sanctions have not only failed again, they failed miserably. Uh, they backfired and maybe on purpose, maybe all this was our plan to just continue to cripple the economy. We're throwing so much money at so much stuff, infrastructure, uh, you know, it's, it's just money, money, money going out. And, uh, I don't know how long that we can keep this, uh, you know, keep America from collapsing with all this money. But it seems like people don't see it that way. It seems like, oh, the economy's fine. Everything will bounce back. How how could you just keep dumping trillions of dollars out and then something not happen? Uh, I, I just feel like uh, it's prolonging until these everything gets with this, uh, with all this destroying the economies of the world and prolonged warfare until things fall into place the way they want. And the U.S. economy obviously teetering on collapse, uh, mounting bank failures. Uh, we've seen that here this past, this week or earlier in this week. Uh, and, I mean, it's just all these threatening to, uh, you know, bank failures, threatening to unleash the uh, a storm of uh, economic misery. And there's no way the American government can continue to throw money at Ukraine while putting up hundreds of billions of dollars as a backstop to failing banks. I just, I can't see it. Something has to give. Uh, I, that's why I think the, eventually the next major bailout is going to be uh, a bailout of the United States that, that from, you know, the world economic forum or, uh, you know, so, somehow we're going to end up, begging for help uh, from somebody else. We have actually, you know, attacks from within. We have traders running the country. Uh, we're going to be uh, put under lock and key surveillance. Uh, China's Xi Jinping, he is the model that, you know, Bill Gates had mentioned and, uh, you know, the World Economic mentioned how, uh, the, you know, China is the model. And eventually, Bill Gates and his cronies are probably going to be handling uh, food supplies. All these plans facilitated by uh, ideological traders, 
I believe, who've, you know, again, crept into our government. And this has been going on for a long time. Uh, nothing new under the sun. A lot of Judases uh, calling the shots uh, and all levels of our government. Uh, communists, you know, posing as U.S. politicians. And uh, when you boil it, boil it down, basically, uh, you know, you have Chinese companies in America and we had the balloon flying over and Biden talking about he's going to stop doing business or ban business, uh, the U.S. from doing businesses with like six different Chinese corporations. But that's just all that's a joke. Uh, He just puts that out there. All the businesses, you know, go back to the CCP. All of them support that. They ultimately all have ties back to the CCP and its military ambitions. And so when Biden's saying six companies, this is a joke. Uh, you know, meanwhile, we've allowed our military to, to degrade itself while we send endless weaponry and munitions to Eastern Europe and other areas of the world. Uh, plus, we've opened up our borders, you know, and ignored uh, homeland, defense, homeland defense. So, I mean, I don't know if we think we're invincible or I just think this is part of the plan uh, to destroy. And that's my guess. Uh, and it's it's we have children running this nation who don't know their left from their right. That's why uh, Biden, I mentioned before. Uh, and, and one of my previous podcasts, Biden was running on no malarkey. That was his campaign slogan. And then until they thought he'd be a good poster boy for their build back better. And now he doesn't even really know what's, I don't even think he knows what's going on there. But, uh, anyway, it's, we've grown way too comfortable, uh, living, uh, in the United States in lives of luxury you know, you know, engrossed in games and entertainment and of course other frivolous things that don't really matter. Uh, we've become, uh, blind to see and comprehend how to handle the things that, that don't matter. And so, yeah, most people, and sadly, of course, most churches can't see what's happening before our eyes. Uh, but we are told to be watchful and we are to be light in darkness so that we can see and know about the attacks of the enemy. And this, this way we can see the, the traps that are set by the opposition, but we haven't been able to do that. It's like it's stealth radar coming right in and just uh, a takedown of the United States. Um, and so, yeah, our governing system has crippled us militarily, morally. Um, you know, we take part of that obviously as, as a nation, if we, uh, you know, are not aware of certain things. And a lot of, you know, I mean, we, it's not like everybody's just innocent. It's just, it's just the government. No. Uh, but I do think that we have to be aware and alert and understanding what's going on. And we all can play a part. Uh, and we all, we can all have a part in, um, you know, you know, praying and, but we, I think we need to definitely be uh, watchful. And I feel like we've have not, you know, done a good job at being watchful and we've been duped into to, to where we are now. But, uh, you know, when you think of a government that would be for the people, you wouldn't think that it would be pushing dangerous experimental pharmaceutical products 
on the U.S. military and on uh, first responders and healthcare personnel. Uh, you know, why hasn't China and Russia forced these mRNA drugs on their military personnel? And we're sending endless arms and munitions to Ukraine. You know, if a government, if our government was actually for the people, why are we doing these things? You know, pushing for a global pandemic treaty with the World Health Organization that can call the shots. And maybe in uh, in May, they're talking about they're having a health assembly the last week of May, and we could actually hand over authority to the World Health Organization to declare when such emergencies are declared and how to respond, whether with masks or lockdowns or, or your forth, forced injections, you name it. Um, you know, we're, we're, why are we introducing not only into our schools, but our military transgenderism and critical race theory and other destructive divisive elements? I don't know if, if, if the government uh, was actually for us, why are they doing these things? Why are they, uh, you know, drawing down uh, the U.S. petroleum reserve uh, to low levels, especially in this wartime economy, and and continuing to stoke divisions within U.S. society, like racial and sexual and religious tactics, all these things that they continue to push to divide, uh, continuing to c- encourage business deals with China in which China buys up valuable U.S. farmland along with Bill Gates and other industrial land. All these things, of course, like I said before, opened uh, borders for terrorists and sleeper cells to enter. All these, and then going after our guns. Uh, If we had a legitimate government, that new wartime uh, situation that was going on now, uh, we should be encouraging responsible citizens uh, to have guns uh, rather than trying to ban these weapons. And then, uh, of course, not people are not accurately explaining any of what's going on with this war at hand with Russia and China, at least in a proxy war, you know, and it's, it's rapidly moving forward, uh, you know, on both sides, escalating the conflicts. And so why escalate toward war uh, without mobilizing for war and expanding uh, the rationale to the people, explaining this rationale to the people. I don't know. And so it's it's like America, again, it's sleepwalking into to World War III and the globalists, which our government is part of, maybe they just want this. So the country is not mobilizing. It's not uniting. Uh, and this is, Again, because we don't have a legitimate government. Uh, It's fake, run by traitors, and we are pushing the world towards this and not preparing for anything. So, But I think this is why, as individual people of faith, we should prepare accordingly because because our government is not going to protect us or, you know, you know, protect from enemies, foreign or domestic. And it, it's going to be like every person for themselves, every neighborhood or every community for itself. Um, because we, I mean, we've seen that. We've seen that along the border. We've seen, uh, we just see a lot of crazy. Um, we see this two-tiered system uh, from the borders to whether it's January 6th 
defund the police, all these issues. It goes on. And, um, anyway, this, this shouldn't, you know, I guess it should make us wonder why the U S and NATO are so intent on driving Putin to his demise. And again, it's the resources and it's the, the great reset agenda, 2030 sustainable development goals. It can't be fully implemented as long as Putin is out there selling Russia's uh, his vast natural resources to whoever he wishes at whatever price he wants. And so why, I mean, this, this is why I say be careful about Trump. You know why they've, they've lodged these silly charges against Trump at the, you know, why did they wait till now? Uh, and if the globalists are successful, uh, you will own nothing and learn to like it. But yeah, so that's some of the, I mean, that's just a, a quick rundown of, you know, just some of the things that I want to talk about with this, uh, proxy war going on. And, uh, but, uh, it, you know, this is the beast system of governance, uh, that we're watching set up right before us. And, uh, you know, we must understand the spiritual weapons. Uh, we need to truly fight and battle that is waged. It's a spiritual battle. We can only do that with God's help. Uh, with weapons of righteousness. So keep preparing, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually. God knows he's watching. He'll, he'll expose all the lies in due time. But uh, thanks for listening to Haynes Cast. I'm Matt Haynes. Thank you.